Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting the slab. Nurse, please bring in patient number three. Yes, doctor. Oh, look. The anesthesia's wearing off. Nurse, please hit play. Right away, doctor. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the slab. That was way sexier than normal, and I'm loving it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So in the studio, it is Josh and Chris and myself. So we are talking about sci-fi horror, episode two of season three. Yes, and to everybody that's listening, we are not going to be going live on Discord unless it's for the monthly movie night, which is also the live dissection as well. So if you want to listen to this episode early, I have a subscription link set up in my Spotify, and for $1 a month, you'll be able to listen to it on a Wednesday instead of the following Saturday. Cool. Yeah, just just a dollar a month. (laughs) And you have bragging rights. Like, Only look. 100 pennies. That's all. Like, look, Only I got a dollar and change. Right, right it there. It sounds like a lot because of the number, but I assure you it is very... <laughs> <laughs> I have a dollar and quarters right here. Like, I was just going to get, like, I don't know, a he pop with it. He has 100 quarters, people. No, I don't. <laughs> I do not have 100 quarters, just to, just to be clear. But... wait. Okay, this is going. <laughs> but yeah, sorry if we uh, have also have a small interruption this episode. Um, Chris and I are watching the uh, Gaethje versus Poirier fight. Like it's on mute, but we're right now it's like Ferguson and Green. Yeah. So if you like, want to time right exactly now, when we right started, now, Ferguson <laughs> is getting worked. Yeah. Oh, triangle oh. tent. Nope. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so. Sci-fi horror, which is one of those genres that has spanned many genres, that's birthed many genres. It is a huge staple and catalyst in the horror society. We love it here at the Slab, obviously. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Sci-fi horror always has our hearts. We should have done it earlier, honestly, but we've had so many, like, good ideas, and I know we were kind of doing live dissections every other fucking episode because it just got easier to do a reaction video instead of actually talking yeah uh-huh. so i get it but at the same time it's like they don't have that repeat views yes mm. so like they listen to the review once and that's it and but people come back to like hot takes and hot boxing and episodes like this and re-listen to them because like did you hear what this jackass said <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we got to start with the first question, obviously. What's y'all's favorite sci-fi horror movie? Most favoritest evers. In that specific genre, yes. Hmm. Uh... I don't know if I have a specific, like, one specific favorite. Like, I have, a like, a top three or, like, a top five. Yeah, go ahead and hit us with a top three then. So, it is on that list. 
It. Yes. Fucking love it. You uh, love it. <laughs> Prometheus is another one. Wonderful choice. Prometheus is a great movie. At least I thought so. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frankenhooker. <laughs> Frankenhooker is sci-fi. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. I mean, come on. Frankenhooker. Super crack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, I don't really have a specific favorite, unfortunately, but um, anything that has to do with like an extraterrestrial parasite either latching onto your body or into your body and like taking control of it, you know, invasion of the body snatchers um, viral with uh, it has that uh, MGK in it. Um, pod people, pod people. Yeah, yeah. They've there's been so many. Uh, uh, I can't remember what the original was, but it wasn't the original was not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It was it was another movie, maybe Invasion of the Pod People. Hell, I don't know. But there's so many different renditions of movies like that, and I seem to never be let down by any fucking one of them. Oh no. I mean, if you're willing to get technical, like The Blob is a sci-fi is like one of the best oh, sci-fi yes. horror movies yes. ever. Not o- not only the original one, but also the '80s remake, which was marginally better than the original one because it it, it had more special effect. Like the the practical effects were just scary. Yeah, and it it really put people on edge. Yeah, yeah. So. I guess depending on, I mean, I guess zombies can bleed over into the sci-fi horror just because. Uh, I'd say supernatural horror. Well, now, hear me out. (coughs) Hear me out. Okay. So, (coughs) instead of just some hell hell is overflowing (coughs) with people, that's why the dead are rising, or like some (coughs) voodoo curse or some shit. I'm going to let you quit hacking malaria before I continue. (laughs) (laughs) That last cough was on purpose. We're dealing with very poisonous air right now, people. Like, in Night of the Living Dead, Mm -hmm. a news flash comes over the radio. It was aliens. Well, Space Shuttle has come back, and it has had a certain kind of radiation on it. Yeah. So, where zombies bleed over into sci-fi horror is where, like, Night of the Creeps. Those were technically yes. zombies, but mm-hmm. they were they were taken over by a <coughs> space slug. <coughs> so, in a sense, if it's some type of a radiation that makes the dead bodies come back to life, I get. Wouldn't you consider that kind of, especially if it's space radiation or some kind of like alien? Yeah, alien. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll give you that. Okay, fair um, play, fair play. Space. I mean, they do it a lot, so it's really hard. Spaciation. It's really hard to say. Yeah, but my favorite's got to yeah, be the thing. Yeah. Yeah, the thing. The Absolutely, a really good one. That 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 is on everybody's top ten. Who is a horror fan? I haven't met a single person that hasn't liked it. I've not seen it in, in, in its entirety. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've I've watched about fifty minutes of the original and fifty minutes of the remake. Oh fuck the remake! And both of them were were entertaining. I, I won't even lie. I did not like the remake whatsoever. I have not seen the remake at all. I've only seen the original. Well, see, that's the movie my son wanted to be introduced into horror. He's yeah. like, I want to be introduced, so he wanted to watch The Thing. 
like, of course, he's watched other horror movies, but like when he had that like sit down discussion, he's like, I want to watch the thing. I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, oh, do tell. I'll be watching it. Scared the hell out of Shiloh. Like that poor puppy. <laughs> and I was like, don't that's cry the, yet. That's the hardest part. <laughs> well, I, no, I told her because those are at the beginning of the movie. I went, don't cry yet. It gets worse. <laughs> then it started simulating all the dogs. Oh, yeah. She goes, that thing's just mean. I'm like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so when it comes to sci-fi horror, uh, what's your favorite take on it? What do you mean? Like, what do you like? When you, when you think of sci-fi horror, like, and you hear a movie like the the latest sci-fi horror, uh, oh, like what do you want f- to be? Around, what do you want it to be about? Are you about? Oh, aliens. Oh, like what's our niche? <coughs> like a madman. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Frankenstein. Like yeah. What? What would? What's yours? My take. My take would be like artificial intelligence. I like that. So like Megan is a oh, sci-fi yeah. horror. I like that one. because it's really scientific as in it is plausible that it could happen. Well, with today's technology, yes, it could. Yeah, that's just like AI horror stuff. Man, I love it. Like that kind of sci-fi horror. I'd absolutely count it. Um, I guess a close second, though, would have to be like, like B-rated, like anything like it came from Planet Nine. They saved Hitler's brain. <laughs> something like, like something like what it says to me. It's like, like fifties drive-in. I creature features. Yeah, like like, like it bleeds into the creature features. Yeah, yeah. where it's sci-fi and yeah. creature. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, you know, when it comes to creature features, that's where it separates, too. It's like zombies. Yeah. If the creature is already a living, kind of like Godzilla, um, in in that one remake uh, where they're in New York and shit. We don't talk about the Americanized version of that movie. <laughs> that one was technically... It was a dinosaur in that. That it was, was technically... It was... It started off as one of them water lizards and then got exposed to all that radiation from bomb testing. That's not how Godzilla was created, though. I know, but in that movie, it was. Well, we don't talk about that movie. We just did. That movie doesn't exist, all right? Matthew Broderick didn't kill a man in Ireland to star in that movie, all right? By the way, Matthew Broderick killed a man in Ireland. Look it up. It's real. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, I think Green's going to tap Ferguson. Oh, oh, no. He's got him. 19 seconds left. Can Turd Ferguson hold on? <laughs> Oh, he's kicking. He's Oh, he's stealing. Eight. Come on, seven seconds. Oh, that's seven. out. Oh, oh, he's out. Oh, Choked him. Oh. Out. Out. Told you Ferguson yeah. was going to lose. <laughs> Bobby Green beat the hell out of him. Sorry about that. Slight interruption. So what about you, Chris? Like, what's your hot take on, like, sci-fi horror? Anything with aliens. Anything with, okay, anything with aliens. Aliens, hands down. Right. I can't hate that. I love me a good alien horror movie. Fucking love it. And I'll and the uh, I'll always watch an a-, a good alien horror for. Horror oh fuck film. yeah! Like alien psychological to be like. There's one called Alien Code. Yes. Yeah. That I fucking love. It. Thoroughly good. If you look it up on Google, it's I think it's called like the men. The or men. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna look it up right now. Actually. 
<laughs> There's one. Um, the it's I guess we kind of B class. Uh, Black skies, and it's about this family mm-hmm. that um, is targeted by extraterrestrials. Right, and they they abduct them and shit. They put implants in their body, um, and it all ends with like the parents <laughs> going and talking to this uh, guy that had been targeted by him before. <laughs> And they ended up locking themselves in their house, and, like, it was 4th of July. They bore their windows shut, and, like, at the end of it, um, oh, I can't remember. I I can't remember if the whole family still left or if it was, like, one person left. Like, they took everybody or something. It, it, it was really good. The storyline was pretty easy to follow. I mean, it wasn't too simple. It was pretty decent. Yeah. So, but we do have to talk about the bad sci-fi horror because there's a lot of Fuck. them. Uh, um, I think one of the worst ones I've ever seen was um, like a, I can't remember the fucking name of it. I, I think it was called something along the lines of like, um, wait for further instructions. Await further instructions. Yeah, await further instructions. I hated that movie. Yeah, it's a British movie, and it, all it is I like these about. aliens take over the TV and say, and make humans do fucked up things, and then all of a sudden, cable monsters are there and take over. <laughs> it, it's dumb. Cable monster. <laughs> it's so dumb. At first, I'm like, oh, maybe this is just some madman fucking with them. Yeah, because it doesn't tell you shit about aliens until like the last five minutes. They're like, oh, that's aliens. I can pretty much like see that's the thing when I skim through Tubi and all those things I look for I, I look for trailers if a movie does not have a trailer I'm, I'm probably not going to try to watch it and even when I watch the trailer um, same same if it doesn't look good I don't watch it so I can't say that I've seen like a bad uh, sci-fi movie because I know what I'm looking for when I look at movie covers well like even like specifically sci-fi horror like, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh, That's a fantastic movie when it first came out. I I uh, I only saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't even see the original. So, you realize that, that sci-fi horror actually has one of the world's most famous productive horror stories, like, ever being told? That was Orson Welles. I think it was Orson Welles. Yeah. The, uh... The invasion radio show that people thought that were that was yeah, real. People yeah. thought it was real. And yeah, yeah, I thought that they were coming down, turning people into slaves. And a wa- water tower got shot. Mm-hmm. That yes, because yeah. that was the Battle of Los Angeles, yeah. where the military fired at a water tower because they thought it was a UFO. Yeah, uh-huh. and come to find out, it's just a fucking radio show. Yeah. That sci-fi horror is that fucking powerful. So, do you guys... Especially when you're dealing with aliens, man. It does get you thinking. I mean, the yeah. government did just confirm that they have... Aliens. Non-human they DNA. Ha- they have yeah. non-human DNA and non-human aircraft. Yeah. Why can't we just have it? Why, why can't I be yeah. cruising around? Like, like, we've known about this for fucking... Decades. Just give us the shit. <laughs> well, there's a reason why, uh, you know, aliens aren't like just coming down and knocking on your door and saying, hey, what's up? Because 
human beings are a bunch of idiots and 80% of us would probably pull a gun and try to kill them. And they're like, fuck that. I try to fuck one. Huh. <laughs> I would. I would clap I would, them cheeks. <laughs> Alien titties. Remember, it's the All finger. All eight of them. <laughs> it, it's what we perceive to be the finger. <laughs> oh, then mine's going in its ass. Bleak, blarky, blark. You should see how we say goodbye. They're definitely not going to want to come now. Definitely scary. <laughs> definitely We're going to get this transmission in space. Like, oh, God, there's a fat guy in Indiana that wants to fuck me. So, I'm going to go ahead. I don't think it. he has standards. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Scary movie three. <laughs> oh my god Okay I'll give you that one that, That's that a good a, one That is a terrible one yes. It's got, the, it's got one. the Wu-Tang Clan in it I mean come on <sighs> The Wu-Tang Clan Look Look Understand something nigga <laughs> A lot of favors for the Wayans brothers for that <laughs> You so can't look at the Wu <laughs> You can't look at the Wu-Tang Clan Being in that movie And it automatically goes into a good movie If somebody hands you a bowl of dog shit But sprinkles your favorite fucking hot sauce on it Does it become an edible dish? No, it's still dog shit with a little hot sauce on it Especially not with Chris Gee <laughs> <laughs> I liked it Okay <laughs> That's why you always have that shit-eating grin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that statement means, I think. <laughs> I did not like it. Uh. Scary Movie 3 was not good to me. But I'll, I'll throw it in the sci-fi horror comedy genre. Because uh, uh. it has to deal with an alien invasion trying to find the tape for Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other one, uh, sci-fi comedy. Okay. Eight-legged freaks. Oh yeah, that was a good that's fucking that's movie, that's man. That's that was the mu the radiation mutation spiders yes. and fucking. You know, people look at David Arquette like, oh my god, he's in a horror movie, and forgetting that he's Officer Dewey. And actually, he was in another um, horror movie called like a f like Night Shift. Night it, it's where a nurse. Oh you, yeah. yeah, it's where the nurse okay. steals the yeah. uh, steals the organs and loses them. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's I'll a fucked up movie. That out. Uh, Mick Foley's the Kingpin. <laughs> nice. Dead serious. It's fucking nice. great. It was shot on a budget of like forty five thousand dollars, and like it is a like David Arquette funded the fucking movie, and he's a prisoner in it and shit. And it, dude, it's a good movie. It is an outstandingly good movie. You get to see a woman's beaver. So I, I have a hard time dividing these um, aliens and predator. Uh-huh. I sci-fi action. I just I can't bring myself to Okay, so we're Aliens is absolutely a horror movie. Alien is absolutely yeah, a sci-fi horror movie. I the guess, first one yeah. and the second one and the third one. Now, they started going more into action-y when it comes to the second and third one, but it still originated. It was a slasher, but with a fucking alien in yeah. space where nobody can hear you scream. Yeah, I got you. So Sigourney Weaver's totally a badass in it. But Predator is kind of retroactively a horror yeah. character, even though it is way more fucking action. It became more horror as it, go, as it got along, Yeah. whereas Alien became more action as it got along, which is why they intertwined and that movie sucked. But... Not to say I don't like it. I just say it sucked because it fucked with the, all the continuity in all the movies. The first one, I, I liked the first one. The second one was different. Critters. 
Yes. Uh, Critters. Yeah. Fucking love uh, all those movies. Even the TV show they made. Gremlins. Gremlins was pretty good. Uh, I don't think Gremlins would be sci-fi. I, I think that'd be paranormal. You know, it's a really... it's. I, but Gremlins is like a wonderful movie, though. It's a fine line, I guess. Yeah. Like, I guess it depends on... Well, the, see, the origination of a Mogwai, what you would believe in, where it came from. You know, well, what, was it native inhabitant to a certain yeah. part of China or Japan? or? Well, and that's the funny thing about it, because obviously that old Chinese guy that had the Mogwai knew a lot about it. Yeah. Which means that it had he had to have prior knowledge to him. Right. Like maybe it's a passed down genome. I'm thinking it was a subspecies that kind of had its own thing going on at one point in time, but people found out that they're so easy to kill that they pretty much hunt them out of existence except for that one. Why have we not gotten so, a fucking Gremlins origin story? Uh, you know? Potential. Potential on the third one. I heard. One. I heard. That sounds, it sounds like it's going to be pretty so, good. So until I get a confirmation that it is... N- Nothing short of supernatural. I'm not. I, I personally wouldn't consider it sci-fi horror. Like, if you want to, absolutely go for it. Not discrediting the movie. You know, I love Gremlins and Gremlins too. I'd fuck that female fuck Gremlin. <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, me too. <laughs> Get a little bit of green on my hang down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just no head. Just no. Oh, just give me the butthole, though. <laughs> I want to see what a gremlin butthole can do. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I imagine it would be. I, I want to say dry. I <laughs> like. I want to say dry. I'm going to say dry and just like maybe a tad bit prickly. Yeah, maybe a maybe really fine hair, like like, like, like tarantula hair, like that, like <laughs> one to two weeks stubble on a woman's leg. Yeah. Did you guys see Arrival? No, I've not seen I Arrival. Not. Well, there's there's two originals. Um, I think Charlie Sheen's in one of them, or maybe both of them. But I never seen those. My dad liked those, and I guess they were okay. But um, the new one. I liked a lot. Um, these ships, I guess you'd call them, they position themselves on Earth. So the military comes in and then they start, you know, the alien ships, they finally get inside of one. And these creatures that they can't see are making, it's like they're like behind a glass and they're making these symbols on the glass. So they bring in all these linguistic specialists and translators and stuff. And uh, if you can pay attention, it's a very good movie. Uh, Okay. It shows, I think as far as realism goes, if that was... If that was a first-time meeting, it would be believable. So... Okay. Uh, is it on Tubi or anything? Or yeah, it might we, be. It's. I mean, it was good, but I don't think it was really popular. I like the concept behind it more than anything else. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about uh, Color of Space? Uh, the Nick Cage movie, Color of Space. 
Oh, yeah, sci-fi horror. Yeah. I did not see that. I seen, like, the first, like, 20 minutes of it, and I fell asleep. Oh. Is it good? Like, bloody? Uh. It's about, like, colorful rocks and stuff from from space, isn't it? Nick Cage is going to bust through the door and kick the shit out of me for not doing it. <laughs> you know I listen, and I'm going to punch you until there's bone in your stool. <laughs> you know, that's one of those I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Me too. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I know I've watched it more than once, but I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it in a long enough in a yeah. So I haven't seen it recently enough to really remember. So um, I want to start doing something new here. I want all of us to individually score each genre that we talk about, and I, I kind of want to make an average, like overall slab score on like what would be like the highest rated genre to the lowest rated. Oh, okay. Like, as okay. a group. Yeah. Okay. So, sci-fi horror on a scale of 1 to 10, where does it fall with you guys? Uh, I'll give it about 8, 8.5. I, I mean, there are times I will voluntarily choose something sci-fi horror over something just campy horror or slasher just because I'm in the mood to be lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to tell me a good nerdy science fiction story building up to this massive like creature or alien or something I want that I want that whole story I'm gonna have strong eight and a half nine strong eight and a half nine yeah mine's about a seven point eight seven point <laughs> well I'd say seven and a half okay I love sci-fi horror with everything but I think it has a lot of shortcomings as well, it being one of the easier genres to make. Because as long as you yeah. can explain something in a smart way, it, it, you can explain the catatonically explain the entire movie. So. It can easily be fucked up. Yeah. Like, th there's a lot of shitty sci-fi horror. I mean, even to the point where there was an entire TV show about it, and there was Mystery Science Theater 3000. I love that. <laughs> I do too. I fucking I love that show. How did I? How do we not think of that until just now? What mystery science theater three thousand? Yeah, that was my point for the seven and a half. Oh, okay. because there was an entire TV show dedicated to the bad sci-fi horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> so I, uh, <clears throat> hell, even fucking Violent Jane Shaggy did a movie review thing and a music video review. Like, yeah. in the same tone, where they just made fun of it. <laughs> so, like, that's why it's a little lower for me. But it's still... I, I'd still... If any of you fuckers would, would come over with a box set of Aliens or fucking Predator, I'm like, hell yeah, let's watch them all. Now. Like, right, I'll, I'll go dig up a fucking DVD player somewhere, let's watch it, you know? I got one you can borrow. I got a couple. Oh, I got two, so. I got my computer, and I got um, the PS3. So when you speak of AI, mm -hmm. do you mean as in a supercomputer making other things do other computers and other machines do things? Or do you mean 
like Megan, like robots, androids. Like robots, androids, like iRobot. Yes. So anything that is smarter than me and anatomically better scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Because we have things like, we have feelings like empathy, caring, you know, anger, things that get in the way of logical reasoning and thinking, whereas they don't. So in a game, in a mental game of chess, whereas like, like if we were to fight each other, realistically, nobody knows who's going to win because we all know that we're going to have the empathy because we're friends. We're not going to want to hurt each other. Whereas a robot like AI is not going to see that. They're just like, Oh, fuck you up. Fuck you up. Fuck you up. Fuck you up. And it's not, and it's going to do it so coldly because there's nothing behind it. Well, you say that. Oh, wait, wait, did Derek Lewis just flying me this motherfucker? (laughs) Yes, he did. I'd never seen a fat boy do that. And Oh, he's going to get hooked in a heel lock. Sorry. Who's reffing, who's reffing Dean Herb? No, that's a uh, Dan Murgliata. Okay. But <clears throat> sorry, UFC break. <laughs> <laughs> so what if artificial oh, intelligence? Shit. <coughs> TK on the first round. Sorry. <coughs> I'm sorry, Josh. What if artificial intelligence could create some sort of empathy? We're always given the cold side I, of things. I, we don't really like know what artificial like intelligence is capable happened. of. I feel like I, I feel like I mean I'm gonna make it true when I say I feel like, but you talk about artificial intelligence making its own mind up, making its own decisions. Then it has to have feelings about things. <coughs> it has now, to have now feelings. though it. Oh shit! <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The TV. Yeah, that was a monitor. I'm sorry. (laughs) We good. We fine. But uh, it would have to develop that through logic, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Empathy through logic. Is that possible? I think so. To a point. Well, it's... Yeah, to a point. Well, it can fake empathy because it doesn't have genuine emotions. Right, like it, it, but it, it can can't understand, fake. But it can understand what a human feels. It can understand logically what a human feels like. Through okay, logic, yes. Like your, like your, your grandfather passed. Yes. It, uh, it knows that you're sad. Yeah. I don't think it would be able. It to, knows that the definition of sad instead of the feeling of sad. I don't think it would be able to understand like, like if I were to, like if someone was like. In traffic and about to get just like completely demolished by a semi, and I just randomly jumped out to save them. I don't think they would be they would be able to understand that. Yeah, because they would look at it aspect because I don't know that person. I there there was no reason for me to do well, what I did. They would also do it by numbers. Like there's a high probability that if you grab them, you're both going to die. So yeah. one rather than two. So they they do that. That's why I'm like, there's just no emotion right, behind right, them. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel like the emotion behind the human is what would is kind of what would see like you an, know twist the logic to yeah like an iRobot and in fucking Megan like that is so incredibly terrifying to me the know that we 
we created that and we could have made it better, but we didn't. And now it's turning on us. Like it's, it's like our version of playing God Terminator. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He, he Terminator's a, the first one. Absolutely. Well, in these movies, it's very, it's very, it shows all the decadence of people and the decadence of technology. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just create another piece of electronic equipment that can entertain us and put this much time in it, kind of like with phones, computers, right. TVs and shit. So we're just technically building another addition to our entertainment by building an Android not really thinking of the repercussions. Mm-hmm. How Just mu- being how much irresponsible. You, how much y'all want to bet, I say, in the next 15 to 20 years down the road, they're going to start doing to AI what most, like, phone and screen companies are doing now, where just they're throwing shit to the wall, whatever sticks they put out. Um, and that is what... What like what you're talking about? That's what really scares me. Is that's already happening, my dude? Is it? Oh yeah. Like there's people that are self-generating AI, and there's actually places that pay you to generate AI. Oh okay. Like they will pay you to have a conversation with an AI bot, and to steer it in a human direction, so it can actively learn from different people. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, I still well. Fuck that. Well, I'm talking. No. Well, that in my mind, that's still part of stretching to see how far you can take AI. I'm talking about once it gets past that point, and they just honestly don't know what to do, so they're just coming out with the most randomest shit that their children are thinking of. Oh no, yeah, that's already happening. You already have AI generated images. You have text-to-speech AI. You have speech-to-text AI, which can um, account for bad grammar, like bad spoken grammar into proper written grammar, Yeah, which that's where like a lot of like journalists are getting their stuff. A journalism AI, um, math AI, like the, there's so many movies. different variations. Yeah, movies. AI write, er, AIs are writing movies now, and that's why the writers are on strike because mm-hmm. AI generation can... can intelligently create a movie like even to the point where like they can now create video like small bits of that's what's scaring me like eventually we're gonna have a movie with no actors in it all ai generated well okay so like with the resident evil games the re engine yes isn't that technically a form of artificial intelligence they feed into yes and it develops the game for them well it helps develop yes it helps develop yes. yes So it's mild artificial intelligence. Mild as in it it writes a lot of like, it writes a lot of code by itself. So the programmer doesn't have to do it. It doesn't have to. Yeah. So like Unreal Intel, like uh, the Unreal Engine, where all the video game companies are using for rendering their 3D graphics. Yes. They're all, they're all like pre-programmed and pre-screened with all this like, kind of like AI. It's more or less like predictability on like, on polygons and platforms. Yeah. So... Where you want to make a, a character in a game look smooth, like Unreal can help you do that because yeah. it knows what smooth is. Yeah. So you can just kind of play around with it without actually having to code something square into something round. Right. It already right. does that for you, and all you have to do is just kind of fine-tune it to make it a face. Yeah. 
So yes, it's a very rudimentary AI because it just knows basic one, two, three, like, Hey, you want smooth round is smooth. Yeah. So, or you want like, you want scaling like zero to 100. Yeah. So it, it does very, very simple stuff. It, it does absolutely help, but because of engines like that though, having that backfed of catalog of how many like polygons, how many bits are inside this character, um, how much, how many lines of code took to write this map, just shit like that. Yeah. Is being fed to AI. Yeah. And AI is taking all that code, recognizing it and writing it in ways that we've never fucking thought of. Yeah. Like how to make somebody's fingers look so realistic in a video and it's all AI. Yeah. Like, and now there's such a thing as deep fakes where people are taking fucking, or people are taking like presidents and shit and making them say just outlandish shit. I've seen that. Like, I fuck little kids. Those are called deep fakes. It's the people that are so good at AI generation that now they're, it's such a big thing. It's already in fear of swinging the vote in this up and coming election because of AI generated voters. It's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> like that's why I'm like, this is going to get really bad, really fucking fast. Oh yeah, for sure. Because somebody's going to fuck around, put an AI code in like a military operation. Yeah. It's like, how would you run this simulation? And then it actually sure, flies drones well, out and then destroys shit. That's the thing is that it's just like the internet. The first people to have access to the internet was the U.S. military. Like yeah. Our military. and Because there's a line of communication. Exactly. And then now, after the military has evolved it and built it up, we have it now. I think they've already had artificial intelligence this whole time. Oh, they have. And that's probably what's given us the edge over a lot of things. Well, they have... It is artificial intelligence, but it's not the kind that you think. It is a, it is a, um, it, it can calculate predicaments. Exact. Kind of like how Terminator says, um, uh, X amount of X of percent of survival or success, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. It can calculate predicaments. It gives you statistics. It, it, yeah. It can predict the next move. Yeah. Is what it can do. And actually, that technology is not only just exclusively um, exclusively the military. Tradesmen use it, too. Like, excavators have the exact same technology where you can... All you got to do is punch in, yeah, like, what your dimensions are for the, like, trench you need to dig. Yes. And it'll tell you even if you're, like, a half inch off with the big... So, once you punch it in, it tells you exactly where to dig, and it will tell you if you're digging incorrectly. Right. So, and right. it will see the a potential hazard while you're digging. It can say, "Oh, there's a stone there." Like that's why, like that technology is so fucking advanced. You have actually have n- realistically no idea that we could be putting that into our vehicles. Yeah, and it can. It, it's almost like a like if GPS just took over. Yes. Instead of just having you know GPS, it's like if GPS is driving your car. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying to me. All that kind of artificial intelligence we didn't need. We did not need. Like, it's putting, like, writers out of business. It's it's putting a lot of people out of jobs because AI can write an entire fucking news article for, a f- like, this latest UFC fight. I guarantee, like, 
there's going to be a thousand news sources that's going to be covering it. That's all AI generated. And it can't plagiarize itself either because it's all 100% custom. Well, uh, this is the decadence I was speaking of. Now that we've wanted to make our everyday lives. I like how this has become like a conspiracy podcast almost. But it's true. Oh, that's now, not a conspiracy. That, that is real life. Now that we've Now that we've kind of like depended on things to make our life easier they've evolved mm -hmm. and ai is doing exactly what technology was designed to do take the place of human beings that's exactly what this stuff was meant to be made for it's like to take the guesswork out or to make it easier on a human being and what makes it even fucking easier if you ain't gotta fucking do it you know what i'm saying i mean if you really want to get technical, you can go to... There's certain AI bots that you can go to that'll give you the recipe and, and a how-to manual for the most chemically pure acid. Ooh, that sounds great. Uh, <laughs> that sounds highly illegal. It does, but it sounds great, though. <laughs> like, no. it'll show you how to make it, best temperatures, everything. How do we know that everything here right now isn't AI simulated? I don't know. You know, I've been thinking that. I figure AI would have tried a little bit harder with you guys, though. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'd be wearing the typical stoner fucking bucket hat with the with the Chaco sandal. <laughs> Chaco sandals. Hey, God damn it, they're bugging it out again. <laughs> Who are these guys? You're fucking up my AI. So, yeah. Anybody else got anything to add to the sci-fi horror for the evening? Everybody listening to Podcast Land, we all may just be AI. Ooh. Can somebody please roll credits on this fucking film then? Like, I'm kind of done with it. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's also devolved into the fact that I'm eating a jar of cheese. With, with a the, lighter. Yeah, with, with a, a lighter. lighter. <laughs> yeah. He had to do something to break the code. <laughs> oh, until next time, I think we need to call this episode uh, a glitch in the slab. A glitch in the slab, yeah. A glitch in the slab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a slab in the system. <laughs> slab in the system. I'm DJ. I'm Chris. I'm Josh. See you next week. <laughs>